I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Utah Puck Report. I am the host, Jay Stevens, and of course with me... Jordan Parisi. Uh, Jordan, it's good to have you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it's, always good. it's always good to have you. You're, uh, you know, we were talking before, there was rumors, and now it's official, your brother is still with the Wild. So, yeah, what, did you end up reading anything more on that? Uh, just what I was showing you before. Uh, there were ton. I guess Lou was trying to get him back. So I heard that this was going to happen a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, not to burst the bubble of any Minnesota Wild fans, but um, I, I think that it's so complex, and to try to figure out like how a team can retain a certain portion of salary and all this other stuff, it just ends up getting pretty ugly because of uh, you know what he makes on a year-to-year basis. Ten mil? N- no, I think his AAV is like seven point five or seven point two five or something. Uh, yeah, tough, tough, but it's good. I mean, for the Minnesota fans, it's good to know that your brother's staying home. And yep. uh, I kept checking during our last podcast to see if it had happened. So it was 3 o'clock, it's all, it's all over. He's officially with the Wild. Uh, and now today with us, this is going to be awesome, because uh, we talked to your guys' coach at the beginning of the season to see how it was going to go. We have three players from the University of Utah women's hockey team. And uh, I got to see some of, some of the action this year, and it was, it was a lot more fun. Than I was anticipating, and I got to see, uh, just like my first year when I came to Weber, there were some definite ups and there were some definite downs. Uh, we have Allie Litzinger, Michaela Dykeman, and Brooke Burns. How are you guys? Good. How are you doing? Or how are you ladies? How do you say it now, Jordan? Oh, gosh. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Don't get fired. So, um, <laughs> Allie, let's start with you. Where are you from? I'm actually from San Diego. San Diego. And yeah. how did you end up at the University of Utah? Um, well, I played for Colorado State last year, and I just didn't quite love it there. So okay. I heard they were starting up a program, and I was like, this is a good opportunity to head over there and see what it's all about. So you picked the U for hockey? Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> 100%. What, what are you majoring in, though? Journalism. Journalism. kind of funny being here. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome to the building. We'll <laughs> introduce you. you to Josh. Josh will take you on a tour. <laughs> Sounds good. This just happens to be a journalistic building, I, right? I love it. <laughs> I've actually been called a journalist a few times. Sweet. I corrected people right away and let them know I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. So we're just talking about hockey. Gotcha. Uh, Michaela, now you are from here. Yes. Michaela Dykeman. And you, so you grew up here and then you got out of here. Yeah. So I moved to New Hampshire my junior year to play hockey. To okay. try and go to like a D three D one school, yeah, I really just didn't want to. It was nothing that I was interested in. I was more interested in getting a good degree somewhere, 
Yeah. Recognizable. And that's the University of Utah. Yep. Yeah, perfect. What are you majoring in? Um, kinesiology, and I have some ideas for minors, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Uh, not going to follow the father's footsteps? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't introduce you to my son. He doesn't follow my footsteps either. <laughs> <laughs> have you met my son? Do you know my son, Tegan? Maybe. Uh, he was, I, thought, I kind of thought maybe you guys would... I've probably, I feel like I've probably played with him yeah, at some I think, point. I think, I think you guys have. And because, and, I, like, I knew you when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michaela's father is also a firefighter, or was a battalion chief with Murray, and I, I've worked with him for the past 25 years, and it was always fun. And then Brooke Burns. Brooke, I watched you grow up. My, my son played with your brother. I played with your dad and your uncle, and you're just part of the hockey community. And then your grandpa's a legend here as well. Yes. Grandpa Buzz. Grandpa Buzz. That's what we all <laughs> just buzz. I mean, he is a legend. Yeah. And uh, has has helped with so many people around here. Like Buzz barely knew me, but was always uh, when I was starting at Murray High, he was always willing to, you know, give me advice or or be around and just be a positive influence on everybody in the market. So it's so cool. Yeah. So tell us um, when you guys all got together. How was how did the first practice go? Like you guys filling each other out? Did you did you kind of have an idea of how the season was going to go? So um, with our team, it was a little different because we have such low numbers. Um, starting a program is really hard, especially out in the West and in Utah. Girls hockey has never been really big. I played boys my whole life yeah. growing up. This is like the second women's team. And so our very first week was a little rough. It's hard to figure out practices when you've got nine skaters. Yeah. Um, Is that what you guys started with? I think nine or ten. Nine and two goalies? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think about that. I think we have like 13 total now. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. So practice the first week was really quite rough. Just started off pretty slow, but Mm -hmm. just coming off of the summer, having fun, you just go straight into college hockey with no clue. I think Allie had a clue and one of our goalies, uh, Sam White knew what she was doing too. everyone so, else and where did, where, had sam played somewhere else yeah she played at potsdam which is like a ncaa d3 okay hockey team um i don't know what happened there but how did uh, how did you guys do at colorado state last year like what was that what was um, that we were about how we are this year i think we came in fourth um like we are this year so it was about the same okay all right so you kind of had an idea what you guys were in for i had yeah. no idea i just like when you start off and you just get fed to teams that have been around for a while, you have basically all first-year players. You had a goalie that had some experience, and you have a goalie that had basically zero experience with um, Brees. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had her on the show last week. She was a, she was a guest host, and uh, just because she's so active on Facebook, and she also comes to one of the skates that I go to now. I, I got her to come out and start working with her a little bit up in Park City. And it's it's interesting to talk to her and just – be like, yeah, three years ago she wasn't even a hockey player. Mm-hmm. And now she's a goalie for you guys, and that's that's going to be rough for everybody, right? But, I mean, good for her. She stepped up, and you guys are are learning. So tell us about game one. Who did you guys play first? McKendry. Yeah, we played McKendry University, which they're, they've been on the map for years, and they're a powerhouse. So that was definitely a little bit intimidating, but I think we stepped it up pretty well against them. I think they're a little bit surprised at how well we came out. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And then, how, how's the season gone? Um, I, I'm not sure of your record. How, what's your record now? 
Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure. We got some wins and some um, losses. We, yes. We've won yeah. more games than the boys' team. Whoa! <laughs> oh, throwing heat. Oh. I love it. Yeah. We, um, okay, and now you guys have a big tournament coming up, and it, and it's playoffs. Yeah. So it's for our conference. It's the Western Women's Collegiate Hockey League. Okay. Um, and it's the championship tournament. So the top four teams in our conference um, all come together. And luckily enough, uh, we made it to our tournament that we're hosting yeah. as a first-year team. Okay, uh, so you guys get to host it. Who's coming in to play against you guys? We have ASU, um, Boulder, um, Colorado State, and then us, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, and how have you guys <laughs> have you guys played Arizona State this year? Yeah, yeah. we went to Phoenix a couple weeks ago. And how'd that go? <laughs> guys, I have a okay. I don't know. Um, it was a little bit rough. They gained a lot of good players this year. Okay. Um, and they they really came out this year comparatively to last year. So, you know, so they're a pretty good win. team. We did. We did <laughs> not win. We did not win. No, they're a good team though. So. Yeah. Okay. Lots of good players. And how are the other two teams? Boulder and was it Boulder and Colorado or so Colorado and Boulder and then yeah. DU. And, so, and then just us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just so. us four. Oh okay. Um, Boulder's been good for years as well. Yeah. They're always the top. Yeah, you Boulder's know. a Boulder's a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Them and ASU are probably like the closest tied. Yeah, like yeah. um, but I I would say that we're pretty um close to Colorado State. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good mix. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. My uh, my first game ever in the ACHA was with was Weber State versus Boulder in Boulder. We lost fourteen uh, nothing. I, Us I, too. I, yeah. I, that I, was exactly ours. <laughs> <laughs> we know it all too well. I, I, I faced 111 shots. Oh. I, I walked off the ice with a 90% save average and uh, was jittery the rest of the day. A little bit shell shocked, but mm-hmm. it was you know it was one of those things where you're like, wow, this is what I'm in for. And uh, I'll tell you what the the friends that I made that year and the improvements that we made from that, like still some of my best friends in the world from that from just going through that stuff together. And I, I don't know if you guys know who Jocko is, but he says the, the best way to build a really uh, cohesive team is to put them through hard training and hard times. And being a first-year team and getting, you know, you're going through hard training and you're going through hard times, you're going to win some games or you're going to lose some games or you're going to lose some games badly. And that's that's how you make like a better cohesive core. And so whatever happened at the beginning of the year, hopefully that's made you guys stronger for this part of the year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, um, like you said about like the friendships you've made and everything, our team is so close. And yeah. even through wins and losses, we never fail to like stay positive. That's um, awesome. Which mm-hmm. has been really great. I think it's helped us become a lot better of a team. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And then, how do you guys recruit? Like, you said you added players uh, for the second half of the season. How did you find these players? See, I'm not even really sure. I think our, our coach did most of that. Yeah, she um, has done a really good job reaching out to girls. And the problem with the end of 
the first semester was we were short. Everyone was injured. Um, I believe that's when we were in ASU. We mm-hmm. were playing with eight skaters wow. for one of our games, and it was tough. But we were lucky enough that there were a few girls in at the U that played hockey, and so we picked them up, and they've helped us a lot. Okay. And they just happened to be there. That's Yeah. That yeah. yeah, we were really lucky. <laughs> Well, that's cool. So when does this tournament start? Friday at one thirty. Yep. Yeah. At the U. Yeah. Yes. And Friday at one thirty. do you guys know where all the information's at as far as on the websites? Yep. So it's on universityofutahhockey.com. Um, it has all the information, um, dates, times, location, all of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is awesome. Jordan, you have questions? Uh... Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Um, can you imagine playing with only eight players oh. on the like? Well, how does this even? Well, what uh, what positions are you guys? Um, I go in between center and left wing. Um, at this rate, I play everything on the ice. <laughs> you play goalie too. Go. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, and I'm just usually a wing. Okay. Just a wing. With eight players, you pretty much just go next up, right? <laughs> I don't, yeah, and then like no matter how gassed you get, like yeah, you'd be waving on, you're like, no, yeah. I can't go. Yeah, ASU, we with those players, you'd shout what position you were playing as you hopped over the bench, and the next player would hop right back and just fill in. You'd get like a twenty second break and then hop right back out. Yeah, we get a good workout in, yeah. to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys said this was your first season. Mm-hmm. Yes. So moving forward. I mean, you guys were talking about your coach and how she does a good job of like recruiting and things like that. Is it mostly people that are from this area that you recruit from, or does she go to, I mean, do you pull people from Canada? Do you pull people from the Midwest? Like, How does this work? Um, we've got a couple girls we're looking at from Anaheim, which is where I played, the Anaheim Lady Ducks. Um, a couple of good players coming out of there. I think she also went to... I'm pretty... She's been going to some she tournaments. Went to, like Tennessee? Yeah. yeah I think Wyoming I think. as well. Yeah, she's been going around, but um, one of our girls, Grace Crookshank, she's from Minnesota, so we were really lucky to pull her from the Midwest. She's got really good skill, and it shows. And so I think we're working on really just anyone um, that has the skill and kind of the drive for what we're looking for for our program. Mm-hmm. No, it's awesome. Yeah. it's And, Jordan, I know, like – where you come from, everybody plays hockey. But around here, it, it's, it is tough to like build a program from scratch. And what the University of Utah is trying to do is there's a, there's a long-term path here, and you guys, are, you guys are the pioneers of it. And they really are trying to prove to local sponsors and to the hockey community that men's and women's hockey at the University of Utah, is, it's real. It's here. We can recruit. We can build. And uh, we can keep moving up there. The men's team's ACHA Division One right now, mm-hmm. and like the big picture is let's. There's a rink on campus. I need some sponsors to come through and push this thing to NCAA. And uh, you guys are like the beginning of the season. You're paying the price for it, and in the long run, hopefully, you guys get to see it at some point. Because I know that there's a lot more talk right now going around with. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard USC, uh, Oregon. Mm-hmm. All these teams are looking to go NCAA Division ho- or Division One hockey, mm-hmm. with ASU going. It's it's uh, it's something that could really happen. Well, I know that when I was at uh, when I was at University of North Dakota, 
my first year we were a Division two school, and then we switched over to a Division one school. So only my first year, only the hockey team was the only the men's hockey team was a Division one team, and then the next year they switched everything. So football, women's hockey, soccer, everything. And I know that when the women's hockey team went from independent to independent independent Division two to uh, Division one in the WCHA, they had a couple struggles as well um, but then over just a couple of years like they kind of ramped everything up and everything was good so you guys are you guys are on a good path i think well and asu did the same thing they they went from club to ncaa division one and they played a split schedule where they'd play because they still had some other a lot of their club guys so you had guys that had never even played in the ushl or the na that were all of a sudden playing ncaa division one hockey <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they they played a split schedule and then and now they're like a, they were doing really well and uh, you know going to the, going to the tournament again this year I think. What do uh, what do you guys do for your summer training or are there particular camps that you go to? Do you are, is there anybody that's running a good camp here? Do you have to fly to Colorado or California? Or what do you need to do? Um, over the summer, I'm constantly doing training and kind of like private. Um, morning skates and stuff like that in I think utah we all, oh no in california okay so i think we all kind of do our own thing is what i was getting at um personally it's you know what you choose to do but i think we're hoping to do something over um the summer here yeah i yeah. think as a team um, and hopefully and hopefully getting together like a training camp yeah. in sun valley so yeah in sun valley i think yeah. so i think we're working on the boy i think that's what the boys did and so yeah. we're trying to um join them yeah the boys like, went to mccall oh okay then yeah. maybe it's mccall um, the, the bo- which is a just what a great way to spend the summer. Like yeah. the, oh, I know, when I was with the Idaho Steelheads, we had training camp of the, it was in McCall, and it's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I heard they really like it, so I think we're going to try to piggyback on that. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame it. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> Come Jordan, on, you're invited. Yeah. Let's join, all do it. Join the women's team. We'll come, come, we'll, we'll come run goalies. I'll let him do all the goalie coaching, and I'll just stand back and film it. Perfect. You can go play at the lake. I'll po- yeah, yeah. Go I love it. I'll podcast it. We literally had a guy. So we had. Um, his name is Blair Allison. He was a former NCAA, like all American goaltender, and he's like one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet in your life. And we so we had camp. The rink is not far from the lake in McCall, and Blair was dead set on running a line from the bench <laughs> over across the street, like out there's a window from the bench. He he pulled it off. I don't know if it's like. It's a lot of it's a lot it's a lot of line, but he was fishing from the bench, from the McCall rink. And I'm t- when you get there, you'll realize it's a lot of line. But that was his goal. Was he's like I'm doing it while we're here. We gotta have that guy on. He's a he's a character. But anyway, Blair Allison. He was he has fished from the rink in McCall to the McCall Lake, which is <laughs> it's across the street, but it's still down up here. And it took a lot of a lot of teamwork. But McCall's an amazing place to have have a camp. Um, um, I, I I was just going to ask. So, uh, Brooke, you said that you played with boys pretty much your whole up until college. Uh, Were all you guys the same? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so at what point? Uh, I mean, were you playing on the A teams? Are you guys? You know, is there is there like a big discrepancy le- level wise, or at what age does it kind of be like? Okay, like the boys are taking off here. Girls need to be you know going more in this direction. There is, but I played boys as a senior in high school. Yeah. yeah. So I think you know, it just kind of depends. Yeah, I think high school was when 
I noticed myself having to work a lot harder to keep up with them. But it was awesome because it did push you to go harder. Yeah, and definitely. Then, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Most people are surprised when you tell them that you play with boys yeah. as a girl because mm-hmm. they do not yeah. expect it, especially when you're playing full contact. Mm-hmm. Um, Brooke, what organization were you in? So I just played for my high school. I went to Brighton High School. Okay. Um, and I was the only girl on the men's varsity team. Um, and that was cool. We won a state championship with that. And um, I pretty much stuck with um, my high school. I had a middle school team. And then I played Lightning growing up. And then Lady Lightning, I played with Michaela, actually. Okay. When we were younger for a year. And Michaela, so you left as a junior. But yeah. up, up until then, who were you? Like, so I played for Junior Grizz, their like double A slash triple A U sixteen team. Yeah. And then I went out to New Hampshire and played for the Junior Cyclones, their women's team. So. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing the posts about that when you went. <laughs> yeah. So Ali, what was it like in California? Like what what were the opportunities for women there? Gosh, when I first started playing there was nothing for girls to play in San Diego. Uh-huh. So I had to drive two hours up to Anaheim to go play for the Anaheim Lady Ducks which I don't know if you guys heard of them, but they're a really big organization now. Um, So then now I think they've started like a junior goals team down in San Diego for girls, but I never got to play there. So I just had to play boys and Anaheim Lady Ducks. And then you had a high school in, they had a high school team in your, in California? Yeah, so I had to play for a private uh, high school called the Pacific Ridge Firebirds. Okay. Um, But they're now beginning to be a powerhouse. Um, And we went to championships that year too, so... Oh, very cool. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> you ever, were, were, have you ever been coached by a guy named Kelly Askew? Do you know no, that name? kind of sounds familiar, but I never have. He does like all the skating in, in Anaheim anyway. I don't yeah. know if he's, I think he's back in Canada, but anyway. Well, that's great. I, I, I'm excited for what's going on, and I'm excited to hear uh, that you guys have made your own playoffs. That's a, that's, yeah. a, that's a good first step. <laughs> yes. And now hopefully this is when everything comes together, right? You've, you've, uh, you've, hit the the peaks and the valleys and now now we've we've learned from it and we're moving on and this is where you everything comes together and we have an awesome playoff right yeah for sure yeah okay uh anything else you want to add nope friday 130 at the u friday 130 at the u i'm gonna be there are we playing boulder first or colorado state boulder 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 first okay well and then that's so that's the buffaloes i'm in i'm gonna be there okay anything else you guys want to add before you go Go Utes. Go Utes. (laughs) All right, that was the Utah Puck Report. Thank you so much for listening. The Utah Puck Report is a kslsports.com podcast. And uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, then you can. All you got to do is text the word puck to 57500. And you can also uh, catch us online, too, at kslsports.com and right there at the Arrow website, 1035thearrow.com. That's awesome. And uh, we want to thank Josh Tilton, our producer. He's the one that keeps us in line, keeps the things rolling. And he doesn't roll tape, as you would say. He does not. But uh, he does he does produce the show in all the digital ways. So once again, thank you so much for listening to the Utah Puck Report. Yeah,